chat with me. Come on and talk to me. I really want to know what you much for tuning in we got over a thousand people in here okay first of all shout out to everybody who uninstalled the app once i left okay because everybody been calling like t don't start yet i'm trying to reinstall the app you know what i mean they noticed that when the tea sippers ain't in the green room it is not popping our presence was definitely missed so shout out to y'all for just always coming through and supporting everything I do. It means the world to me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm happy they missed us. We're back. We re-downloaded we re the app, okay? And we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. So it feels good to see y'all in here. I see the gifts. I see the memes. It's a lot going on. And I want to hear from a lot of people. You know, this is an open forum. I want to keep it respectful. I understand the topic is very sensitive, you know, to both men and women. You know, a lot of guys really looked up to Kevin Samuels and looked at him as a godfather. You know, they have a lot of love and respect for him, regardless if you agree or disagree. You know, quite a few women think differently. But I want at the end of the day for us to just have a discussion. We don't have to agree. We don't have to agree with everybody's talking points. I don't expect everybody to agree with me either. But I think that as adults, we can all be respectful and see where each other are coming from. Okay. So I got my girl in the house, Lady J. She's on stage with me. Hey, how you doing? I hope y'all can hear me because, boy, they talked about me last down. time. Girl, about to blow my eardrums. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Praise God because, boy, they was last time. They was like, we can't hear her. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> yeah, we, we can hear you, sis. We, we can hear you. We can hear you. She picked her audio and everything. We hear you coming in loud and clear. <laughs> right, my man. <laughs> So it has oh my been goodness. A whirlwind of a few days. It has been. It's been crazy. <sighs> I want to ask you. Yeah. Because, you know, this has been literally, you know, news, especially in the black community. The Hunter and mm. Samuel situation, his passing. Did you mm. watch his videos? And, like, how did you feel about him in general? This is your opinion. How did you feel about his platform, the things that he spoke about? Did you agree with some things? Did you not agree? How did you feel, like, when you hear the name Kevin Samuels, what did that invoke for you? Uh, to me, and, and well put question, I must say. Because mm -hmm. what does the word name Kevin Samuels <laughs> invoke? I think um, that my engagement with him was very minimal. I, I honestly say I've saw clips of his and it's unfair to really judge someone based off of clips. You know, we've had that discussion before, you know, just as a community and whatnot. But what I saw and the overwhelming response based off of the few things that I saw, I felt that he was divisive, that this was a cash grab and it was an opportunity for an error that to me kind of like Trump ushered in this era of lack of decorum and disgust. You know, that's just my interpretation. And so I felt like this whole energy at this time kind of brought this out. Shock jock is nothing new. I think, you know, that, that term about him has been put out, but, um, 
that was my overall thought of him. And then I started hearing some of the things that he was saying. I was like, oh, my God, who is this guy? Um, mm -hmm. So to be honest, I really didn't have much information on him. I just termed him as just another basic dusty that is, you know, dragging black women for cash. Mm -hmm. Honestly. Okay. Now, I will say this. I think also um, this whole attacking black women, like, let's keep it real. I don't care what side. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. For the spectrum you're on, male or female, it's definitely a cash grab. It's definitely monetizable. Mm. One, because you have a lot of black women who, for whatever reason, they're so emotionally invested in what people think of them. Because mm -hmm. to me, if you have nothing positive to say about the race that I come from or, you know, my beauty and you're just painting all black women with one brush, why do I want to listen to that? You get exactly. Saying? And you have people like I'm not a glutton for pain to each his own, but I'm not no, I'm mm -hmm. not a glutton for pain unless you spank me. <sighs> That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, but, right. you know, when it comes to like listening to somebody just say, well, you guys are fat, unattractive, blah, blah, blah. and I'm not saying that's all he was saying, but I'm just saying it's not just him, it's a lot of people on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just Kevin. Mm -hmm. And so that's I don't want to give my energy to that. And I just never understood the ones who do and get mad. Like he, he has a black female fan base that does support him. Don't get it wrong. There was a girl, she wrote a whole RIP letter to him in my comments. You know, I, I, I changed my diet. Me and my husband are doing Ooh, better because of like she was really a fan. I can't knock her that, you know what I mean? That was her decision. She watched him. So he did have a segment of females who did support him. But then you had True. other people to me that were just gluttons for pain. Y'all don't like them. Y'all are mad. But still, as soon as he go live, you the first one there. Why? And that's the point. Like, they said, like, 80% of his audience, it, maybe my numbers are wrong, were women. It's like, what? So y'all like being abused. And see, that's a whole nother conversation of toxicity and and and, and trauma. Um, because a lot of times, and I hate to say this, a lot of us are accustomed of being treated like shit. And and being reduced. I'm not saying that that is all of us, but y'all can't deny and sit here that saying women of color are not always relegated to that category. We've yeah. always been put there. And so, unfortunately, stereotypically, we're so accustomed of being there or people perceive us as wanting to always be there. He just found a niche yeah. and it was allowed. And the thing about it is, some of us helped to perpetuate it as well. Let's keep yeah. it real here. Now, there was an old video, and I'll post this when I do the editing. I'm going to do this in post. There was an old video that the tea sippers found, and they posted on the Discord of Kevin. This was Kevin four years ago. When I tell you mm. this man, he didn't have no gray hair. He looked extremely mm. handsome. He was in his car basically holding men accountable. He was talking to men and holding them accountable. And he looked so much younger. Mm -hmm. and the advice that he was given was genuine. Like he was mm -hmm. genuinely trying to help men. 
And a lot of times, guys don't want to hear that truth. We just don't. You know, if I come on here talking about, you know, female nature or something and so forth, and if I would start bashing women or talking about, talking noise, oh, man, the likes and the, everything would go through the, through the roof. But when you start talking to men saying, guys, you know, cheap is some of the most expensive stuff out there. You got to do better. with. But see, what happened is when he was talking about men and he was talking about hygiene and keeping yourself up and, you know, saving your money and, and trying to do stuff, the men didn't want to hear that. They didn't support mm-hmm. that message. And, and he, he said that, you know, too. Yeah. And the women weren't either. It wasn't until he turned his message more negative and was beaten down on black women, you know, quote unquote, mm-hmm. that everybody tuned in. And I think that says a lot more about us as a people, because when he first started, because I'm telling you, I was shocked because I, I wasn't a watcher his. But when I seen this video, so in four years, this man went gray as hell, stressed, you know, and y'all can say, well, he's making money and he's getting fame. That doesn't mean that you're necessarily happy because y'all got to understand energy. It takes a lot more energy uh, to uh, always uh. have to be angry and go off and think of something quick and slick to say. And that takes a lot of energy than just talking and just being yourself. You uh-huh, know, and uh-huh. when you see that video of him four years ago versus where he was at now, you can just tell, like, even in that final video of his, when he was talking to somebody, he just seemed agitated. You could tell after a while, you know, it was it was taking a toll on him. Absolutely. You could see it in his face. I mean, this is only a four year difference. And I was shocked at how much younger he looked and just seemed. I was too. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that too. And I was like, is that the same little scrawny dude? Like, you know, a good suit and a, and a, and a taper would do wonders. And a good meal will do wonders for a person. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> that's all I saw. But the thing about it is you're right. And I saw the video. I was like, wow. You know, here we go again, making money off of the degradation and the reduction of the black experience. And you're absolutely right. What scares me, though, is the fact of how easy he transitioned to that and it is a cautionary tale you're right he did reduce himself somebody said in the in the um chat low vibrational and that's right don't you know when you put that negative stuff out there you you're kind of you're feeding out and you and you're putting out negative that comes back or you're taking away you're never actually putting back in so you're pulling and taking away from yourself and it looked really like he had put out so much negative that the essence of what his probably good nature was was gone yeah. like th- there was you just to me he was just the shell of a just nasty mean evil person and then to find out how he left this planet based off of everything that he was disgusted by like wow the irony yeah. Yeah, the death was definitely, you know, it, it was a lot. It was a lot to talk about. Now, we're going to start taking some calls, but before we do, um, mm. I want to play a clip that's going viral of Vivica Fox. She's speaking on Kevin Samuels. And when I watched this video, I'm like, if she seems hotter than fish grease. Like, this don't come off as just a simple opinion. Well, you know, the teachers is going to play child. They done dug through the archives of Kevin Samuel stuff. Cause they're like, now, nah, mm. no, shout out to Young Kobe. Young Kobe found this clip. 
He was like, What's nah, up, Young Kobe? A bit. Right. He said Vivica Fox is a little bit too angry. He found an old clip of Kevin Samuels where he's basically talking about, because Vivica Fox and the, you know, the the Fox crew, the Fox O crew, they mm. were in a discussion with Ice Cube. And so Kevin is reacting to it and he's kind of dragging Vivica. So that is where all her anger came from. Now, I'm going to play y'all the video. I'm going to let y'all listen to the video of Vivica. Then I'm going to play the video of Kevin, okay? Y'all going to laugh. Hold on real quick. Lisa Ray both had the whole side eye. Like, what the <laughs> hell? Is he kidding me? Healing? Healthy? This man was a, a hypocrite, in my honest opinion. He really was. I didn't find anything about him to be healing. He insulted uh, African-American women on a consistent basis. Uh, one of his last statements that uh, he said was that if you're over 38 and you haven't married or something like that, that you're no good and disposable. Um, to me, it was a shock jock. And, you know, I, I hope this is teaching folks a lesson about the karma that you put out, the negativity that you put out in the world, that when karma comes knocking at your door, she might not be so kind. So, you know, the fact that he uh, killed over real quick and was uh, supposedly with a woman that we don't know, yet know the nationality. Um, rest in peace. All right. So y'all heard what Vivica Fox said, and it was something about her energy. So, you know, the Tisa was like, yeah, she, she's a bit angry. Like, you know, it comes off kind of personal. So let's mm -hmm. go ahead and play what Kevin Samuels had to say about Vivica Fox. This was a year ago. Um, this is the clip that young Kobe found. It's a slippery slope to, to walk down because it, as we saw with Barack, a lot of progress has been made. It's not as simple. as A lot of progress has been made. Shut up, Vivica Fox. I'm about tired of seeing your twisted up mouth everywhere. Every time you come on camera, your face is twisted up. We get it. You're a smart, sassy, strong black woman. Do you have another gear? Do you have another character? You've been playing the same character for the last 30 years. We get it. Damn. You get elected and bam. All right. So y'all just heard that clip. So that is why Vivica, you know the teacher Hater. don't miss shit, honey. Hater. <laughs> Yo, Bobby <laughs> said she a little bit too mad. He wouldn't have drug up that clip. I said, okay, now I get it. He drug your Good looking out, Kobe. Yeah, good looking out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I live for this, though. Yeah, I mean, the participation of the community to have these discussions. You know what I mean? Like, you need that. Thanks, young Kobe. We appreciate you. Exactly. You know, we want to know the whole nuances of stuff. So, mm -hmm. context. I'm not saying Vivica was wrong. All I'm saying is that we need a right. context. She just seemed extra angrier than the other people on this. There's planet. always background. There's always context. You got to dig a little bit, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So let's go ahead and take on some calls, Lady J. Um, definitely want to hear from the fellas. So fellas, I know there's a lot of hands up. Feel free to also call in. So today's show sponsor is HelloFresh, and I wanted to make you guys aware that HelloFresh's newest menu item includes Mediterranean recipes that are filled with fresh fruits, veggies, nuts, olive oils, and fiber-packed whole grains for a nourishing balance. Customize your favorite dishes with their new Hello Customs offering by swapping out one protein or one side for another. You can also upgrade for a more luxe experience or even add protein to a veggie meal. That means more choices, more variety, and more meals that are truly tailored to your taste. 
HelloFresh is not only a time saver, but the recipes are so easy to follow and the food tastes great. Make sure you guys go to HelloFresh.com forward slash SipSlow16. Once again, use code SipSlow16 to get up to 16 meals and three free gifts. So make sure you guys check them out because after all, they're America's number one meal kit. Um, and I'll call your name and then at that point I mute your microphone. So let's go ahead and start with Relly the, I think it's Prophet. Go ahead and unmute your mic. What up, y'all? It's your hey, boy how Relly are you? Here. What up, lovely T, Lady J. You guys are so dope. I've been listening to you guys for so long, like a long time. I think you're really dope. And everything you do is spot on. Like you're saying that stuff that people need to say. But um, let me get into it. Okay. Um, Kevin Samuels. <laughs> I feel like he said a lot of things that straight up violated women. And that was 100% totally wrong. Um, he had opinions, but at the end of the day, you can't let his opinions define how you look at yourself. Because what one person says about you in like five seconds that they see you has nothing to do with your whole life and your life story. So mm. I really think that's very important that people think about. And you never know. And I wouldn't say he's a horrible person because I don't know him personally. He could be like, you know, a child of God who got possessed by the devil at points. Like, <laughs> he's horrible. Like, but, you know you have to still give people their grace because at this point it's between him and God, you know? Mm-hmm. And do you feel like a lot of people are doing these style videos? Like, are they really trying to help the community or do you feel like it's just a check at this point? Well, some people could be doing it to help the community. Some people could be doing the shock to help the community on the back end. You really never know what people are doing in this industry. So I can't say. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in. We're going to go ahead and take some more calls. So I appreciate you for calling in, sir. Yeah, thank you, T. I've been a follower for a while now. I'm a YouTube member. And, you know, we're about to get it popping. <laughs> I know that's right. Thank you. You have a good evening. Thank you, you too. All right. Let me go ahead and bring on Angel Gonzalez. Angel, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, T. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about you, Angel? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. No complaints over here. I know that's right. So what do you think about the whole Kevin Samuel situation? What does he invoke or, you know, how do you feel about him and his legacy in general? I mean, I understand that what we see on there is mostly entertainment, mm -hmm. you know, and what I feel is that some of the things that he said is some of the things that some men would like to say to women, but, you know, we have that respect regardless. We're not going to disrespect the woman and, say something negative to them. But God knows that we hear a lot of negativity from the other side as well. Mm -hmm. So it's just, I mean, it's, it's sad that he passed away. You know, we don't want to see anybody leave the earth. You know, we want to be here forever. But the mm -hmm. thing is, it's just messed up that everybody wants to be so negative towards this gentleman. Like we're all positive in our lives. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? God, like when we pass, you don't know what people are going to say about you when you die. Some things is always going to be positive and some things is going to be negative. Somebody's going to sit there and say, yo, this person owe me $5 still. What the fuck? You know, like they're going to say dumb things like that. And we just have to realize, like, you know what? Don't judge people on what they did here all the time because we don't know what you did in your backyard. We don't know what's going on. 
But I just feel like, you know, women are really just being too harsh about the situation. You know, we know that we have feelings. We know women have feelings. But you have to understand, like, sometimes men have feelings, too, and we want to say things, too. And it's hard for us to express it when we hear negativity from the other side as well. So I just felt like, you know, at certain times you just said things that, you know, we wanted to just get off our chest. But, you know, there's always better ways of saying it. Right. So let me ask you, do you feel like some of the women who are like super angry and feel away, they're upset because of the way that he did say it and the way that he came off? Do you feel like they're right to that? Or do you feel like, you know, people are just being nasty and it wasn't that serious? I feel like it's a little bit of both. I feel like it Mm -hmm. it irked them, but it was the truth in some ways as well. Because Mm -hmm. for something to bother you, a little bit of truth is in it. A little bit. You know, you have to realize that you're not perfect. You know, we're we're not all tens. We're not all dime pieces. We're not all, you know, out here looking like Usher and have money like that. Everybody is different. And we all judge everybody accordingly on what we see and what we want. And that's all basically what he was saying. You know, like you judge a person basically first time from what you see, if they attract you, you're always going to look at how they dress. You're going to look at if they're clean or not, you know, and then the next thing you're going to look for, whether or not they attract you mentally. So, you know, why get upset about what he's saying, you know, even though it is a little negative, Make sure that you understand that there's some truth in it. You just have to take it with a grain of salt and just move on. Like, don't be upset about it. So now let me ask you, because yesterday, I don't know if you were on my Instagram page, but there was like a huge discussion that went down yesterday about a lady that Kendra G was interviewing. I don't know if you saw that. She was saying that she wants a guy who's 5'9", who makes two hundred and fifty, no, $200,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Did you see that post? Oh, yeah, I see and that. Okay, so, I mean, there's like a thousand comments on there. And, you know, people going back and forth. And she says she has two successful businesses. You know, she makes that much money. So, of course, the divide is, well, why can't she ask for that? Why can't she say, hey, I want a guy who makes 200 grand because I make about that much. Um, I, you know, I'm five foot. I want a guy who's a little bit taller. But a lot of people are saying that she doesn't deserve to ask for that because, to them, she wasn't pretty. She was overweight. She was dark skinned. So I was asking a few of the guys, you know, who I was talking to them in there, because I didn't think if she was making that much money, that that was necessarily bad for her to look for somebody in her tax bracket. But what a lot of guys were saying is that men are not looking for women to have money. They're looking for looks. You'd rather be with the broke baddie because it's about looks. So I'm asking you, what is a woman who's probably, you know what I'm saying, not the cutest, you know what I'm saying, chick out there, but she has money. So what should she look for? Because it's like nobody ever answers that. So does she settle by just, you know, being a sugar mama? Because I've seen dudes right in that. Oh, well, she just needs to be a sugar mama. She needs to go get a jailbird. Like, damn, why does her standards <laughs> got to go that low just because she's not cute? I mean, in their opinion, right? So what? what is your advice? Because that's what I never hear people say. People are just like, oh, she's ugly. She should just, you know, like just shouldn't even exist. And it's like, well, that's not how the real world works. Everybody wants to find love. Everybody wants to be in a relationship. So what do you advise for women who are financially, you know, secure and you know they have higher standards but look wise people feel like they shouldn't have higher standards i mean i feel like this Mm. roll roll with the people you know that you are accustomed to you know if you know you're in a higher tax bracket then why are you selling for less and you know that you don't want less 
You know, that's just my thing. I mean, we all want something, whether we broke or whether we got money, we all have standards. Right. You know, so it's just if her standard is she wants a man that got money. Okay. I'm pretty sure she's going to find some man that's going to find her, her utterly attractive and is going to love every inch of her. You know what I'm saying? And there's going to be other dudes that's going to look at her like, ew, like, I'm not going to touch that with a 10 foot pole. But mm-hmm. the thing is, it's all about what you want. It doesn't matter what anybody else wants. It's, it's a billion people on this earth. Somebody is out there for you. Somebody. You know, you just have to be patient and you have to pray. You know, you just got to believe in God as well. Some people just don't have that faith and they just think that after a while they do have to settle. But sooner or later, you're going to find who you want. You're going to be with who you want. You just have to be patient and worry about yourself and building yourself up. At least she has the confidence to know exactly what she wants. A lot of these women don't know what they want. They just know they want a man that looks good or a man with some money. You know, they don't know anything else except, you know, those things. And they don't know what to do to build a relationship, to build, you know, something that's going to last forever. You know, they're just looking for now. So it just depends on the person. But don't don't no ever lower your standards. It doesn't make any sense to do that. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Angel. I'm glad you called in and, you know, you stated your opinion. You made a lot of good points. And and thank you for that advice because I was asking, I was like, it was a little, I don't know if the people thought I was joking because people would be shocked that I'm in my comments. But I'm like, okay, so what, what does she do? And it was just like, oh, she needs to get a prison pen pal. Hey, that's not an answer. <laughs> so I appreciate you calling in and, you know, just um, dropping some knowledge. I appreciate that. Well, thank you very much. Blessings to you. And, and I appreciate you having me on here. Definitely. Have a good evening. You too. All right, Lady J, he made some good points. He did. I was sitting here laughing because people was throwing tomatoes in the damn. Oh, you know that chat is, that chat is a mess. <laughs> yeah, I just laughed. But now, Angel, I, I, there are some things I definitely agreed on. And I have to say, there are things that are Kevin Samuels has said that I've heard that I actually I've chuckled on like, yeah, he right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I can't knock him like you sitting up here extra thicker than a sticker. You not finna get you uh, you know, a Johnny Depp 21 jump street that's not that's not unless they're really that's their niche that's not what you're going to go for it's not going to probably come your way the only thing that i really disagree with angel on and please don't attack me y'all i really don't maybe i'm new age and i do believe in higher power but i don't believe god is going to do everything for us he gave us the universe gave us free will we got to put ourselves out there the right way we have to be in the right space to be able to receive the things we want we have to sit back manifest it and work hard towards it if god was going to bring us out of something he'd have brought us to the promised land but because we don't be paying attention and learn our lessons, we are in a divisive state. So let's not. I, that's the only thing I disagree with, Angel. But I don't think we can sit back and pray for God bring us a man. Because girl, if that, if that was the case, shit, I'd be in San Tropez right now. Child, sorry, Angel, but that's it. <laughs> okay, all right. Let me go ahead and bring on um, Kashmir Malad. Hi, T. It's Kashmir. Oh, Kashmir. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing great. Thanks for calling in. So what do you think about Kevin Samuels? Oh, man. So I had a whole, you know, spiel at first, but seeing the comments, man. (laughs) No, no, no. Don't worry about the comments. No, No. we want your true feelings. Don't worry about them and their tomatoes. Okay, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. Throw the tomatoes. Okay, so about Kevin Samuels. So 
he's a he's a very interesting character and i'll tell you why because his message to be honest has been he's not the first to do this right no he's not but what kevin did was he's he really marketed that message he took that message he cleaned his image he put a couple of you know set lights and just cleaned up his image and by doing so he was able to reach masses now was Kevin beneficial for the community? Well, I'll answer that later, but I feel like a lot of his actions, I don't know if it was intentional or not, it did us a great disservice as Black people. And as a group, can we all just, like, abolish Black male podcasts? Like, because it's not helping the community. It's not. Why? Because what... I remember, like, going to the office. Kevin wasn't only consumed by Black people. He was consumed by white people. And going to the office, I work for Silicon Valley, and going to the office and seeing white men talking about, oh, did you watch Kevin's episode last night? And Mm, I'm just there like, holy shit. Like, you, yeah, you might have said some truth, but, like, now you have these groups of people looking at us like looking at our women like we're yeah it might be true but now you have these groups of people looking at our women like they're not worthy they're not this and that's right a great disservice kevin samuels by him going big he was able to reach the masses and his negative rhetorics reached the masses therefore as a group he thinking maybe it, it was beneficial for us it was not you know mm. and it was just, I feel like, listen, I have friends who are white, Indian. Let's keep it real. People talk about stereotypes of black women. Child, them Indian girls, them white girls, they're not better either. But they're right. going to stay on code. Right. Remember they, when I did my live stream, I had showed you guys that clip of Pierce Morgan. When there was a white man, he was trying to, this was back in 2017, he was trying to sell a book. And he's basically saying that that British women were like the most ugliest, overweight. I mean, the way Kevin Samuels talked about black women is yeah. how this white guy was talking about British women. He British said the women. most beautiful white women were like Russians and stuff like that. And Pierce Morgan shut it down. Yep. They're not going to allow white men to disrespect white women. They're just not on a national platform. But see, we'll allow it. And then white people love to consume it. Consume it. You know, and that's the part that's sad. And as the men, we're supposed to be the protectors of our community. But we've opened the doors wide open. And now it's stuff like this should be kitchen table talk. Okay. Every community has their own shit that goes on. But they talk They talk behind closed doors. They don't put it on the internet and it stays there and it's like oh black women are this black women are that black women are this black men even black men are this black men are that and at the end of the day we we, we look like clowns to everybody these podcasters think they're helping the community but they're not it's doing a great disservice to all of us so as much as he he might have said certain things that were truthful he did not help the community at all because at the end of the day, we look like clowns. We all look like clowns. And no matter how good your message is, if it tears down the entire community at the end of the day, we all look like shit. 
So that's 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 what I felt about um, Kevin Samuels and pretty much all these black male podcasts, because at the end of the day, they're not helping the community. They're just here for some, you know, some subscribers, some, you know, some money. And it's it's not helping us. So I feel like as black men, we need to learn to stay on code. Not everything needs to go on social media. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I felt. Okay, well, thank you so much. You made some really good points. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much, T. Okay, bye. Bye. He made some excellent points. Lady J, he did. I think her microphone went back on mute. Um, Let me go ahead and bring on Gabe the Rebel. Gabe, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hello, T. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. How are you? I am good. Shout out to you. Um, shout out to Sippers that's in the comments and everyone that supports you. Love you. Been watching you for a long time. Um, Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. Like Discord, like join the Discord just for your deep ass. I'm one of your overnight workers, by the way. I love it when you shout us out because the truckers, the overnight workers, we love you like dead ass. But, I love um, y'all too. Y'all put in work, you know, and I know it can be a thankless job. So yes. I would definitely thank y'all. Um, but on topic with the um, Kevin Samuels, with my my personal opinion, I know a lot of people, um, again, like you say, everyone has their own opinion. You know, what I say, everyone is not going to agree with, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But I personally feel like it's a, it's a space for everyone. So as far as Kevin Samuels is concerned, like, like a lot of people is upset, but a lot of people, what a lot of people don't point out is that, you know, like... He went viral, like, all of his negative videos on black women are the videos that went viral. I never watched him, and I only knew of him because of the reposts, the retweets of people, you know, kind of, you know what I'm saying, like, calling him out for, like, the things that he's saying and whatnot, but low-key still promoting him, which I found weird. So as far as, like, the black community, it's like, Okay, so I watch all your things. So it's one of those type of things where when, if you don't like something, don't watch it. If, if mm-hmm. something bothers you, don't share it. And as far as there, there, there is white people out there that bash other white women. They're, they're you know, all different races bashes that race, but they don't get promoted if you get what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like, it's, yeah, it they don't, don't go get viral. pushed. They're not posted they don't go the viral. They're they not going to get pushed. They're not you know, TMZ, none of that. Yeah, and then a lot of the things that was happening with his show, like, I only, I, I went and watched a couple of it because of um, him dying and things. And another thing, um, a lot of people that's rejoicing his, like, death and celebrating, it's kind of weird to me because mm-hmm. um, they're saying he's died because he was a bad person. Do y'all not understand? We live in the United States with a lot of politicians that does horrible things and they're still living. Like they're not dead. They're not gone. You know what I'm saying? Some of the worst people, you know, have lived long lives and they are murderers. They're on, you know, like trial. They like, like people do bad things all the time and stay alive. So I don't think that's why he died. You know, he's 57 years old. He had issues with his heart. You know, he drank a lot of Red Bull and he partied. So that's that. I wish I, I'm only 30. I wish I would, live to see 57 so that's a blessing in his own 
But mm-hmm. I, yeah, again, like I don't think what he was doing was bad because it's people. Some people enjoyed it. So if you have a fan base, like everyone is not going to agree with you, T. You know what I'm saying? But there will be people like me who love you and will ride for you. So it's like I don't like he went. He's big, but I don't think he was that big, and I don't think you know like it's that deep for people to be upset over some of the things that he say because people say like stupid and retarded stuff every day online it's the internet and the internet is going to internet and that is going to happen so that's like that's just my thing like i i really don't care i just he he just i don't think he's bad like i don't think he's bad you know what i'm saying like you know i don't i don't think he's bad i think he was he was about his money you know what I'm saying? And, like, the women that called in, like, those are the people that should be getting dragged. Like, y'all are calling into this man's show for him to drag y'all. So why are you upset when he do it, when you know this is what he do? You know, that's, well, that's like me I, going that's to a... I hold them accountable, too, because, yeah. again, we live in the age of social media where all attention for people, good or bad, is good attention. So even if I'm on this man's platform getting dragged, or I know I look a certain way that he's going to clown, I'm still going to call in because I need that attention fixed. Yeah, and like I feel like a lot of those women are was some of the ones that wanted to go viral and play victim. Like, y'all call into this man's show, like, and he did not just drag women. He dragged men. You know, he dragged all type of people. So, like, Mm -hmm. and those was his opinion. And that is the thing. That's his opinion. So it's, like, weird when people are, like, upset with him. Like, just don't don't watch him. If you don't like something, don't watch it. Don't promote it. And as far as the women, um, you had posted that clip with the girl that made, a, you know, she was she make a lot of money and quote unquote, like a people was dragging her saying that, you mm-hmm. know, she should not, you know, she don't deserve a man. Just I feel like why lower your standards? Mm-hmm. Like I like why why lower your standards? Like if you if you worthy and you if you feel like you're worthy of a certain excellent of men then you should do that like what what is the issue with her having money having business and she can't get a certain type of man but Lakeisha in the projects you know what I'm saying she can have a bad body and a cute face and get a six-figure nigga nah like like every it's equal opportunity for everyone to to get what they want and it's a person out there for everyone so I don't think she was wrong for speaking on what she wanted like we all do that it's people mm-hmm. till this day that's very successful that's single, not because, oh, they can't find someone and things like that. It's because they refuse to settle. When you work okay. hard, why, why settle for less? You know? Like, All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Gay. We got to get to some more callers. But you made gotcha. a lot of good points. So thank you for calling in. No problem. Okay. Bye. Let me go ahead and bring <laughs> in, um Mary- <laughs> Ladies, why you come out with me laughing? I didn't mean to do that. I hate your chat. Oh, I love chat y'all. Is I love y'all. I'm teasing. I didn't realize I hit you. Okay, we go back. Sorry. All right, let me go ahead and bring on Maryam L. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm doing good. That's good. I'm happy to hear that. Um, um. So basically, I what I do find about Kevin Samuels, I I didn't 
like look into him. I didn't like what he was saying. So I never followed him a lot because I don't like to because what I find is like whatever you decide to listen to sometimes it seeps into your mind and then sometimes unconsciously you start saying the things and like start thinking them so I didn't like how he spoke about black women so I just never I didn't want to have those thoughts like I didn't want to be have that type of influence in my in my mind so I I didn't always, but I looked at like the clips, like, like how you, like a lot of people have been saying, and I didn't like what he was saying. I think he put a lot of judgment on someone's worth for their looks and their money. And I think that he was being so um, superficial. And I find that like, there's a lot more to being in a relationship with someone. If anyone's been in a relationship, we all know that, like after a while that superficial goes away (laughs) like you know it's about like who you really the character of the person what you see the goals they want and those are what you're supposed to tell somebody who's looking for someone like and that's the type of information you should be giving and I think like you were saying like the fact that when he was trying to give like proper information information that could actually help people have a better mindset and an outlook on you know dating people and what they should look into when they want a relationship he didn't get those views so he went the other way but i think i i think that it's like not only something that's just happening when it's talking about black men i've also seen i don't know why it keeps popping up on my youtube channel my youtube like it's like youtube's trying to push this person on me um Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna say who she is like i don't know if i should but please don't yeah Exactly. So I'm not going to do that. But like, I also find that she does it for black men. And then like, sometimes my like, you know how you just like one video will stop and then another video will go. And I'm just Mm -hmm. cleaning. And then I realize I'm like, what am I listening to right now? And then I change it. And I think it's like something that's happening on both sides right now, which honestly really does speak about what's happening within our community at large that we have a dislike that's happening between black men and women a a thing or we don't feel like one or the other is worthy for each other or we're not treating each other properly and i think that's the larger question that we should be talking about when we're looking at his videos why do some black men feel this way about black women and why do black women feel this way about black men and then when we ask those questions and actually like get to the root of those type of problems and the mentality that we're obviously like have as a community there's like a large number of people that have this mentality because it's like one million people that he has as subscribers then maybe we would actually be able to like you know start having proper relationships and like i don't know how like uplift the community better but i don't know like i just think it's really sad and unfortunate that people will subscribe to him and women will like sit there and let a man tell them well you're only a five so you don't deserve a guy that's a 10 which is like beyond ridiculous because i've seen so much men that are extremely good looking go with women that are not very good looking and because they fell in love with the person and they got to know that person and oh, it yeah, happened was they need a couch to sleep on but i'm just <laughs> you know the, the homosexual thing is real too you think yeah. Oh, you really think so? I think there's a lot of hobo sexuals out here. Hobo, not homo, hobo. 
They ain't got nowhere else to go. They ain't got a pot to piss in. They fine. The only thing they have to offer is peen. Oh, so yeah. There are relationships. Those, That's what I think. There are those guys, too. There are oh, those yeah. guys, too. But I'm talking about, like, men who aren't, like, who aren't, they actually have, like, good, like, okay jobs, like, a, a good career going on. Not, like, the most, like, you know, they're not making the most amount of money, but they have a pretty good. And then, like, I see their girlfriends. I work with them. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's your girlfriend. And, right. No, I'm just, I'm being facetious. But we're yeah. going to go ahead and take some more calls. But thank okay. you so much for calling in, Maryam. You're welcome. Bye. All right. Bye. Okay, let me go ahead. <laughs> let me bring on Angela Renee. Go ahead and, um, I think it's Renee. It's cut off. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Okay, she's not answering. Charlie Brown. <laughs> Hi, T. Hey. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so I'll be quick because I'm at work. I'm we finna leave here. Okay. But um so I I'm a pretty I'm a young person. I'm 23. So like when I would hear the things that Kevin Samuel say, I'm like, I just honestly feel like he was trolling. Like, mm -hmm. I honestly don't believe he believes truly half the stuff he was saying but mm. then i also had to remember he's an older man my parents are old my aunts and my uncles are old they all talk like that okay. old people people born in like the 60s 50s <laughs> they cut up they have no filter they right. have no filter if you if y'all heard some of the stuff my mama say she been she would have been canceled 55 times they have no filter <laughs> so like i just honestly felt true. like that and I just never really like watched him a lot because there was one particular clip I seen of his and the girl who he was talking to, she was like, he was asking her like, you know, what do you rate yourself? And she was like, I'm an eight. And he's like, no, that's a lie. And like her fate, like she just looks so broken and like upset at the fact that like he disagreed with what she rated herself. But then I'm at the same time, I'm like, why would you call in right. to get your validation from a man that you know goes in on people? Like, it's like calling in to a comedian show, knowing that they roast people when they call in and you get your feelings hurt. Now you want to tussle. So it's like, you got to hold everybody accountable. He was just doing him. He was making his living. That's how he made his living, talking his smack. But at the same time, it's the people calling in. If you don't have tough skin and somebody's opinion can really break you like that, don't call in. But they also had, he also had um, that comedian, um, Lala. She's like internet famous and she does comedy. She called in. She was trolling him, you know, back like, oh, I want a high value man. But, um, you know, but just saying a whole bunch of stuff to like get a reaction and an uprising out of him. But like, mm -hmm. that's just honestly how I feel like if you don't have tough skin, you can't participate in things like that. It's just honestly entertainment. And all these people are saying like, oh, you know, like, oh, this is what he gets. He's dead. Karma. Karma, everybody's going to die. So yeah, that. That, that's death, that. death isn't karma because we're all going to die. I can understand like the in the manner he died. That's very ironic and very. Mm, but he's gone. So who was this teaching a lesson? To? You know, obviously not him. He's he's not even on our level no more. He's, you know, 
up, up, and beyond. So, okay. But all right. Well, really thank you so to much say. for calling in. Thank you. Love you lots. Bye. Love you too. Bye. All right. Let me go ahead and bring on Alana Patrick. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi, T and everyone. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. All right. So this is something that happened very recently and I want to share it with everyone. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's this individual, her and I were friends. We met in the, the uh, Marine Corps. Right. She is Hispanic, specifically from Puerto Rico. <clears throat> She's married to a black an African-American man, right? But his father is from Trinidad. Now, throughout my friendship with her, she's always loved, like showed a lot of love to black people. And I'm going somewhere with this, with this Kevin guy. Okay. Um, <clears throat> in the recent years, she started feeling very comfortable talking to me about black women. So she would say, yeah, you know, such and such and I, the such and such is her husband. We were talking and what, what is it with black women and why do they bleach their skin? And just certain things she was saying that she had with her black husband. Before Kevin passed, I remembered her telling me that the husband is a huge fan of this Kevin guy. Now, God rest and bless the dead. I am not attacking this man. I've seen clips. I just never got the vibe from him. Like, I didn't want to invest time in somebody like that. So I never sat down to actually look at his videos. I also have certain males in my family. Um, they're misogynists and they loved that man. So what I'm trying to tell people out there the ones, the callers who call in saying they don't understand why people is getting upset. He has caused a lot, a lot of damage. Okay? He has caused a lot of damage. My, th this individual, who I've known for almost 20-something years, felt comfortable enough because she is married to a black man and the black that black guy, he had... His, his ex-wife, right, was black. So mm -hmm. I guess, and you know, this goes to the, the, the strength, the emotional strength of black males. You guys, the ones who drag black women, you guys are very, very weak. Because usually you guys get scarred just by one black woman. Then you jump over, right, to the other side, and you give these other women of other um, races or groups the power and it's like they have the audacity to come and speak to me about my own women. Mm. So it, 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 it really infuriates me because I know the majority of the followers he had as it relates to the male sex. I am a gay woman on the masculine, more masculine, uh, my, my masculine energy is crazy. So a lot of times, black men would feel very comfortable talking to me. There are black men out here married to black women 
who they say certain things like, gosh, they always have an, they always have an attitude or da 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 and this is why they can't get anywhere. This is real. These are really things that some black men out here believe. So then you have, let's fast forward, right? Then you have Mr. Samuels coming into the community to drag black women specifically and for the callers who called in saying that he dragged everybody. Listen, black women have been disrespected for generations. How dare anybody give any type of energy to somebody like that? The, the, the trauma, the emotional traumas that black women have been through. What, where am I going sitting down giving my time to somebody like Kevin Samuels? I'm sorry he passed, but the ancestors, they're at work. I'm sorry. And if y'all mad, y'all mad. Mm. Well, Lana, thank you so much for calling in. You know, like I said, we're all here to have honest discussions, regardless of which end of the spectrum you're on. So thank you so much for your words and for calling in tonight. Absolutely. And you know, T, this is something I'm really passionate about because the way that girl came to me and spoke mm-hmm. to me about black women, it has me now wondering what, what is she thinking about me? Right. What is, what is she think? What, what has she thought about me all these years? And I ended that friendship. You will not disrespect my group. You will not do it. And I do not see it in other groups. I don't. So for the callers calling in, talking about other people, the other races, okay, where where they do that at? Please send me the video, the the clips. Where? We are the only ones who do it, and I'm holding black males accountable for it. They need to stop that that trash, man. All right. Thank you so much for calling in, sister. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. So we're going to go ahead and bring on some more callers here. Um, let me go ahead and bring on Damo. Damo, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Okay, y'all, yeah, please be ready. Hello? Hello? I think there's something wrong with his mic. All right, um, Mo, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, how you doing, T? I'm doing good. How about you? Good. Um, I think Kevin Samuel's legacy is at the end of the day, he started the conversation that needed to be had. No matter how you feel as far as on the left side or the right side, he definitely started a conversation that needed to be had. Um, I do agree with some of the things he said, but in the latter part of his channel, I kind of had to unsubscribe because I did start to notice definitely that it was a lot of dragging going on as far as more like some things being passed. Now, I will say that one negative thing that did get birth from him having his platform is that there are a lot more channels that are just designed like male platforms to just drag black women. And I think there's no there's really no lane for that to be in because we we got enough problems going on in the, in the community all around this walking on the earth every day. So I don't think um, we don't need to have that going on. Um, I don't kind of agree with anybody passing away and just people being happy about it. But I just think we just need to start having an honest conversation with each other. I definitely agree that we can't let outsiders from different cultures definitely come in and start um, dictating or saying certain things about our community. Um, But I think we just got to really start having the conversation in an honest conversation because 
one thing about his platform that it was really designed towards a term called high value man. And that's like men that made like $150,000 and things like that. One negative part of his platform, I would say that you had that random dudes just calling and feeling like they can drag women and especially black women. And I think that's a problem uh, in the community as well, too. You know, certain things um, as far as even dating right now, just how many times you hear, I, I hear that men don't, black men don't have jobs. That's the norm and things like that, too. So I kind of feel like we can't really start correcting black women until we really correct ourselves too. Cause there's a lot of things that goes on in the community in our community that I disagree with as far as the way we dress, the way we carry ourselves and the whole nine. So I think before we kind of tell y'all that y'all really need to fix yourselves, we definitely got to fix ourselves too. Cause one issue we yeah. have, we don't correct and check ourselves right now. And, yeah, and that's there's a definitely problem. enough blame to go around, right? On both ends of the spectrum. But yeah, let me absolutely. ask you this. Because it seems to me from what I'm seeing is that the women who are, um, you know, who just don't care one way about Kevin Samuels, they're saying they're not celebrating the fact that he died. They're, they're basically mocking the way that he died because for so long he sat on this platform and said, you know, this person is fat. Well, the girl he was with, she wasn't thin. Um, he said that, you know, people over the age of, what did he say, 35, she was 32, but that they were leftovers. We don't know she was ever married. So I think that's where some of the people are feeling away. Like, we're not no. making fun of him. We're making because he made so much fun of black women and the things that, no, that they were. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that's, that's very true, T. I, I, I agree with that. I think there is a majority that's not dragging him, but dragging on how he died. Um, mm -hmm. I just think... Because I'm from Philadelphia, and to the person in the chat, now I'm single, so you can, you know, I'm on Tinder, Bumble, oh, everything. God. You can holler at me anytime. <laughs> um, but uh, honestly, see, I just think when it comes mm -hmm. to um, this whole notion that like black women, they have a bad attitude, right? They're nasty, you know. Um, black women have a, they're this and that. I think we kind of kind of look at honestly our history and what we did to kind of make black women that way because we do have some accountability in that like real quick i'm from philadelphia and i know just being from there the way black women act out there is because the way we approached them and dealt with them and treated them you, you know we kind of got to look at ourselves too right and, you know and, and that's when i say we got to have that honest conversation we can't just sit up here and say well you know Y'all are black women are nasty. They don't want men. They don't want, they want to be entrepreneurs. They want to be independent, but we got to kind of look at what did we do? What did our actions do to impact y'all to make women, black women feel that way too? Cause that's the thing I think that really gets lost in this conversation. Like there, there's something that we want. Cause for every so-called bitter black woman, there was a crazy black man who made her bitter. Yes, you know, and, and that's just the thing like that gets for every hurt black man who's all in his feelings, there was you know that one black chick who put him through hell, and I think yeah. that's the problem Absolutely. is that people will take one you know instance, one bad relationship, one bad yeah. baggage from one person, and they'll carry it into the next relationship, and they'll allow that one interaction with that one person to make them bitter towards all men, you know what I'm saying, or all women. And that's Absolutely. what I'm seeing with a lot of these channels. Like, y'all are so mad and angry. Like, there was a guy, mm -hmm. matter of fact, um, he's not in my friend group. You know how you got my friend's friends? And he was a big watcher of Kevin Samuels. Like, he was always regurgitating his talking points. And my homeboy was telling me this, that it was starting to get on his nerves. 
And when he told me who it was, I said, well, why does he have anything to say? He, he don't even have a black wife. You got a, 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 a Latina baby mother. Like, so why do you have someone, if you're so happy with who you're with, why are you spending all day regurgitating his talking points? You're not even with the black woman. None of your yeah, kids are, you know what I mean? So I just feel like a lot of this, it's almost giving leeway to just men who were mad because at one point they might have dated a black woman mm-hmm. and that didn't work out. And they're using this as an excuse to basically chastise and demean and demonize all black women. Yeah, and that's true because I definitely think, you know, once you kind of marry outside your race or, you know, you're with someone outside of your race, you don't have a bigger, uh, as big as an opinion to in that conversation because, you know, you're kind of outside of that lane. And I do think definitely, like, because um, I've been following you since, like, 2014, but I've been noticing lately you really probably for the last, like, couple of two years, so you've really been talking about energy and, and manifestation and things like that. And I've really been kind of reading up more on things like that. And it's funny because one thing that you say that's really real is really about the energy that you get off and things like that. That is really real because that does catch up um, with you, too. Like, I didn't even believe in karma like that until I really um, started listening to you. And, and and that stuff is true, like the way you live your life and the way you carry yourself, too. And and I've always agreed that there is a, a kind of notion in our community that we don't want to talk about like this hatred that's towards um, black women in a way, shape or form. And it's, it is kind of like we, we have this built in animosity. And I think it's all the things that just happened in our past, just like the same way, you know, black women are kind of tired of certain things we did in their past too. But I think it's kind of, it's on a higher level for us mm-hmm. because I, I do see it and I can't act like I don't see it. So okay. we just got to be honest and, you know, we just got to have healthy conversations. I think at the end of the day, and I think that's one that's one good thing that he did, though. But we got to have healthy conversations. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it, Mo. OK. OK, bye. He made some decent points, Lady J. He did. Um, I appreciated a lot of what he said. Um, but I was sitting here thinking about how this conversation kind of really falls into the conversations or discussions on mental health and social norms. Give me a second. Let me tell you what I mean. The first thing I thought, and I can't remember exactly what Mo said because I was listening to him, but I was having this thought process in my head as well. And so I was like, let me define the term what mental illness is. Mental illness is a health condition involving changes in emotions, thinking, or behavior, a combination. Mental illnesses are associated with distress and or problems in functioning in social work or family activities. Now, just because this man has passed on, there's nothing wrong with sitting here, me asking the question, do I think Kevin Samuels had a mental illness? Because I know we live with the conversation about cash grab, but I also want to say that when you vibrate low for so long, that type of aura, as it were, character trait does begin to consume you. And I think it was very translucent and invisible in his appearance, because if I'm not, if I'm correct, I believe he had lymphoma or some type of stage of cancer. So if you already have an expiration date, why not cause discord and chaos before you depart? 
So to me, does that ask, ask the question, does mental illness come into the conversation? That's the first thing. But then my I second question. I believe go ahead, go ahead. they said that he had cancer before, like, years, okay. I believe, and then he survived it. But I don't know if he was coming back. But I remember um, they were saying that he had survived cancer. I was seeing people writing that, like, oh, he survived cancer and he went through all that. Just to oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Like, and, and in fairness, like I said in the beginning, I wasn't really well versed on his life. Um, but there were pieces and bits that I've heard. So correct me if I'm wrong, and my apologies. Um, but yeah, so that was my thought when Mo was having this conversation with you about that. But my second thing was the social aspect of it. And so I was thinking about this author that I read about talking about these concepts of hegemonic masculine and what that is. I think we've talked about it before about these men who are at the apex of society. They're primarily white and well, they are white, (laughs) not primarily, but you know, in days time now money can buy you affluence, right? You can get behind doors that people couldn't get in before, but they set the tone for where everybody else has to be. Whether you are a woman who is subordinate, but what Kevin Samuels was coming up against is what this author called Connell said, resistant femininity. And these were the women who were at the bottom of the totem pole. They were beneath the homosexual masculine which were also at a totem pole beneath hegemonic masculinity, the bad white guy who's G.I. Joe American hero. Uh, uh, Resistant feminine is one who talked back, who had a mind. She was a witch. She was burned at the stake. She was a spinster. She was all of these different things. She corralled the community to have thought. And really what I thought Cam and Samuels was doing is replicating white, racist, fundamentalist talking points. So are you crazy and are you using these white talking, white fundamentalist talking points to continue to subjugate the women in your community? That's a question that I had in some of the things that Mo had said. So I'm going to step back and I'm, I'm curious to what people have, may have to say about that. All right. So let me go ahead and bring on some more callers here. Um, let me bring on Georgina. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. All right, Nicole, please unmute your microphone. Okay, we're going to go on to the next call if y'all are not ready. Anna, please unmute your microphone. (laughs) Okay, is anybody calling in from an Android? What's going on? It's issues because even the chat is slowed up. Okay, um, MPJB, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Y'all know I'm still Team Android, honey. Maybe people's microphones are not, are they not able to unmute their microphones? Yeah, there was some issues earlier. Okay. Let's see here. Um, Jose Gonzalez. Let's see if he's able to unmute his. Okay, Jose unmuted his, but I don't hear him. You can't hear me there? No, I can't hear him. I can't even see the chat. I hope you guys are still in here. I can see yeah, I can see the chat. 
And I see he unmuted his microphone. It might be something going on. So some of y'all might have to go out and then come back in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really weird that it's like acting up now. Uh, Samuel. Hey, T, can you hear me? Okay. There we go. Come on through, Samuel. Thank you, Lord <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Somebody came through. I don't know what was going on. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. So what do you think about the whole Kevin Samuel situation? I mean, I got to say, and let me start off first by saying I'm not a um, Kevin apologist. Um, mm-hmm. I did listen to um, a couple of his shows all the way through, not just the clips. And I'm married, by the way. So for me, I was just listening for the conversation. So it wasn't really a situation where I'm, I'm I guess, in the, the single dating pool where he would be kind of talk because he talked to single men and also um, single women. But I think people are missing. Missing the understanding of what he what audience he was going after. So mm-hmm. he he had he was dealing with women that were calling in um, seeking high valued men. These were the terms that they were using. And so he basically defined what a high value man was. He talked about what they needed to do to get that type of man. And a lot of people are conflating him talking about modern women, which was the term he used most of the time with Mm -hmm. talking down to black women. Now, of course, a lot of the stuff with like some of the soundboard sounds he would make with like the fat sounds and uh, some of the things he would say, that was kind of more of the shock jock um, factor. But it was just used, I would say, more so for entertainment. But he was also dropping gems to a lot of those women. A lot of people said that he helped them out. So I think people need to step back and kind of look at it from that position, because I've listened to a lot of his stuff. And I could, I got to say, like, I didn't see anything where he was specifically talking down to black women. You didn't see anything where he talked down to black women in any of those clips? No, I mean, like, I'll, I'll go with the, the recent clip where people were posting when he was saying over 30, 32 or whatever, 35, you're done. Mm-hmm. He, he's talking from a perspective of a man that's looking for a wife, a high value man looking for a wife and those women that are over 35, he's saying, okay, at that point in time, you've kind of missed the boat. Of course there are outliers, but it's not, it's not pertaining to all women. Like I don't see that as just saying, okay, black women over 35, you nothing, you're not going to get anybody um, past that age. I just think people are missing a point in the audience of who he was talking to. I mean, unless okay. you have specific examples that I can talk back to, I just don't, I don't remember anything where he was specifically saying something about black women. Now, what about the thing when he was saying, I know I had to play, I had played the clip during my live when he was saying that black women were the least attractive. Okay. I, didn't... I could see how people took offense to something like that. Cause I mean, that's saying that, you know, that's like saying that your own race of women are not pretty, but you come from that same race of women. Now, I can see that, but as far as him saying it all the time, mm-hmm. I, I would assume that he was referring to black women and how sometimes, like, go back to the stereotype people say of having a bad attitude and I can I can do bad all by myself. I'm independent. From that perspective of a high-value man, if he's talking to that perspective, I can see him saying that. But as far as, like, saying black women are least attractive in general, I just can't. I don't. I don't think he was referring to it like that. Now, if he was, like, again, I don't agree with that. Of course, I'm married to a black woman myself. 
mm-hmm. but I just don't think that's what he was saying. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate you calling in. It was very good talking to you. All right. You too. All right. Thanks. Bye. Okay. The chat, I can't even read the chat. The chat is just flying right now. Um, we have almost 2000 people in the house. Shout out to everybody here tonight. Thank you guys for joining me. Um, let me go ahead and bring on Ronan Martin. Ronan, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, T, what's good? Hey, Ronan. Oh, you sound good today. Great. Thank you. Appreciate it. About time. <laughs> <laughs> you know my struggles. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So everybody's here. We're having this Kevin Samuels conversation. What does Kevin Samuels invoke for you as a black man? Um, aside from heartburn and gas, um, I, I believe like this whole high value uh, narrative was bullshit personally. It was mainly mm. uh, a lot of external nonsense, not about the internal things that you need to be as a dude. Cause what, what point is it to be a billionaire and your fa- you can't even pay your family to fuck with you or even go to the hospital on your deathbed. Mm. So it was a lot of, and I, and I know this, he did not start the conversation. This conversation has been going long for, I want to say a few decades. But right most, for but years. Most, but most recently, it's been cranking up for the mo- wrong reasons. We have people talking around each other, at each other, but never to each other, and that mm. was the main problem. And if anything, his legacy of being known, he died a hypocrite. Because for someone to be high value, how did you laid up your last uh, words in the lap of a escort? My personal opinion. Yeah, and I think, like I said, that was a lot of people's issues with his death. Not so much that he died, but all the things that he said. And, you know, that's that's the hypo- that's the hypocrisy of even when people have commentary on how women should behave, right? Like, yeah. you're not supposed to be easy. You should, you know, you shouldn't be out here thotting and bopping. But then in the same breath, they also preach the doctrine. If you're a high value man, you really don't have time to waste on a relationship and invest. You should be spending money on escorts and, you know, living your life and, and doing what you got to do. Well, last time I, I, you know, last time I thought those escorts were also the same women that you're preaching to to carry themselves in a decent manner. Well, um, here's the even worst part. It's not even Kevin himself because he was promoted to be someone's deity online. You have individuals who would invest their money to live their lie or live vicariously through this person who would say what they should be saying or what, matter of fact, what they wouldn't be saying in public. Mm-hmm. All you're seeing was accountability dodgeball. So when you have someone out and, and how does it sound as a woman that's supposed to submit to one guy who ends up promoting himself to be another man's bottom bitch. I just never understood that principle. Mm. So how's it that I'm supposed, I mean, you're supposed to listen to me, but I come to you talking about Kevin told me to say this. Well, shit, I might as well fuck with Kevin if he if he's running you like that. Right. And the thing is, when it comes to the conversation, you're like, when you're dealing with people, you number one, you need to get outside. Stop being these little internet sycophants and doing internet salad tossing. That's not the business as a guy. Number two, if you're talking about high value, learn to add value to yourself, how you see yourself, how you treat yourself, going to the gym, not just for attention, but for your health, which he did not pay attention to. Because anytime you saw him on streams, he had a whole, I never saw him without a Red Bull. I never seen him drink a glass of water. And if you're out there supposedly being high value, you put that into your mental health. 
uh, your healthy associations, people who put you in the right position, rather than using antiquated talking points, which I call ashy dick analytics, and keep and keeping the nonsense going between people. So that's that's just been my whole thing. Because I, I look, I have no dog in this fight. I, I I pray that his family's taken care of, in spite of what you know he is spurred out here. But again, to sit there and have a poster him over my wall, that's never going to be a thing. Because if you don't see value in yourself, then that tells you a whole lot. That's why people shouldn't see value in you. Mm. Well, you definitely came through with the word today. I've never heard of Ashy Dick Analytics, but I'm I'm feeling that. Well, I'm feeling that. Okay, here, <laughs> I, this is what I'll say about Ashy Dick Analytics. When it comes to uh, using old talking points about statistics, the thing is, like, how are you going to use these statistics? Ignore the fact why they are cited as statistics in order to become a statistic with what happened to Kevin Samuels himself. Mm -hmm. So again, you're a walking hypocrite. You're not paying attention to why certain things are. You're not getting outside and understanding why things are. Sometimes rejection is your protection, but you can't get out here and use these antiquated talking points to talk at people rather than address the issues you go through, how you talk to people, how people talk back to you. That's where the conversation is supposed to happen rather than throwing stoles online and you're not going to be do, doing shit other than be a keyboard uh, warrior. No one takes you seriously. Okay. Well, Ronan, you definitely came through with a word tonight. It was good hearing from you. Thank you so much for calling in. Hey, IT, I just want to say, y'all can catch me on YouTube, The Book of Ronan. If you don't like it, you can jump out of a window and deep throw the fire hydrant. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Thanks for calling in, Rogan. <laughs> All right, peace. Bye. <laughs> no, Ronan was making some really good points, Lady J. He was definitely hitting, you know, the, the nail on the head. I'm going to go ahead and bring on a few more people here. Jose, did you fix your mic? Jose Gonzalez? Yeah, mine was acting up too. Sorry for the delay in coming in. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, Jose muted himself again, but I don't hear anything. Jose? Yeah, you might have to go out and come back in. Yeah, I will say this. Ashy Dick Analytics. I chuckled so hard when Rona said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that, honest. I mean, not to say that the other gentlemen's perceptions of Kevin Samuels weren't honest. They were their opinions, and I respect those. Um, I have to agree that I might kind of around a little bit more, though, because, come on. Yeah, hypocrite. Yeah, that that was definitely funny. So mm -hmm. let me go ahead. Um, let's bring on uh, Victoria Charles. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi, can you hear me? Hi, we can hear you. Hi, everyone. Hi, T. Um, I just have a few points that I just wanted to point out real quick. Um, if people said it already, I'm sorry. Um, my take on uh, Kevin Samuels' legacy was that he was essentially opening up a Pandora's box of hatred in between the black community. Uh, in the past, we know that there have been like strategic takedowns of like separating our black men from our black women with things like welfare and uh, other things like even the government had uh, put out against us, like the crack epidemic and everything, food stamps, uh, not having two parents and households to work together uh, to raise their families, to have us dependent on like government welfare. I believe that uh, he was he got viral and he made a lot of like high money moves after he sprouted this 
hate rhetoric that uh, encourage black people to date either outside and away from their race or uh, date within like their wage, like their appearance and everything. So it made like the blending of black families very hard to achieve because he emphasized like beauty and uh, money and everything like that versus like the average uh, black person dating each other. Um, we also know that uh, black people generally in public, we only ever get shine whenever like we are perpetuating harm in our community. Right. So uh, he got really popular, like when he was saying more positive uh, advice towards like black men holding them accountable, he wasn't popular. But when he started spreading this evil like rhetoric towards black women and, and broke black men and everything and essentially setting us against each other, he skyrocketed in popularity. And I believe that that was part of like an agenda of keeping the black men and the black women at odds with each other because he started making money out of that. He started getting a bigger audience in that. And yet, I want to hold our black women accountable for calling in and falling into that. But notice that he got so much spotlight out of uh, perpetuating that hatred that uh, it spread out to everyone. So it's like his algorithm, you know, like people seeing him, his audience just blew up after that. And of course, you know, it, it just makes you stop and think like, who who benefited off of that you know who benefits off pitting the black woman against the black men you know um i actually have a fear of his uh discussions for our black children in the future i had watched your video when you talked about how um our words affect our black children and the rhetoric that he was spreading i actually feared uh you know my daughter ever hearing anything like that i have a four-year-old and uh the way that he was talking and how other men were parroting that talk that goes down to our children's ears and so I never played his his stuff in my house I never allowed that energy into my house but when I did hear it on like my car rides to work I would hear about it in the news or on the viral stories or stuff and it's just like it's poisoning our future children. So there is a trickle down effect from him spreading that, him blowing up and getting popular, and then him um, perpetuating that hatred in between us. Then it goes down to our children. And then our young women don't want anything to do with the black men or our young black men don't want anything to do with the black woman. And right. we separate. So we essentially don't date each other. So my exactly. overall take, and then I'll be done, is mm -hmm. that this was part of a more bigger strategy to keep black men and women apart, either by like the media or or someone, you know, just a bigger overall picture of keeping our black community separated in this hatred uh, versus each other. And that it will have actual generational effects in the future if this rhetoric continues. So I think he was opening up this Pandora's box of chaos in our community and that it was very poisonous. So that is my take on it. I'm not going to hold up any more of uh, your time. I love you. I love you, Lady J. And that's just my opinion. Y'all have a great night. Thank you so much. And thank you for the wonderful talking points. I appreciate it. Yeah, Victoria said some real stuff. What I also want to reiterate, when she brings up the media, you, we have to ask ourselves, Lady J, I mm -hmm. know when I seen him in the future music video. They I heard about that. Music video. Yeah. Remember, now, that was a man, right? They were he did a live stream. He caught into Nicki Minaj's live stream. I and recall that. I thought that was so odd. Yeah, she allowed him on. So yeah. this sister's not lying when she says 
we need to look at mm-hmm. the agenda because I agree. We, because these these conversations, like Ronan said and everybody else has said, they've been had for years on social Facts. media, kitchen table talk. Uh-huh. What was it about him that he made it to a music video and he made it on a stream with a mega, you know, rap star like Nicki? Exactly. But, but even better yet, okay? What I found very interesting, because I saw those clips because they were viral once again, where? On the shade room. Uh-huh. When he was talking to Future, and he was asking Future, how much a month do you spend on these girls? And he had thought that Future was saying 3000 but Future said, no, $3 million. Okay, so he's asking Future about his money. I'm about to preach mm-hmm. now. But what okay. he did not ask Future about was why do you have all these kids? Why did you have damn near 17 mm-hmm. in the span of two years? You having $3 million to blow on a random chick. But not to see your daughter, not to see your son. You have a child over here, over there. To me, that's dusty, low value. Dust. That's not yes. high value just because you have a checkbook. You know, mm-hmm. so my thing is, we're, if we're going to play the role of psychologist, they were calling him Dr. Kevin Samuels. Why was that not pointed out in the music video? Because, again, it was about fame. It was about clicks. It was about views. When mm-hmm. he was with Nicki Minaj, Okay. Now he he went to rate her. He made sure to rate her a ten. But right. Again, this is the same man that says that what he considers women beautiful are women who look like Pam Greer, women who don't need a face full of makeup, fake titties, and a fake ass. Okay. Nicki mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Minaj embodies everything he All of that. about modern day women, but he still gave her a ten. So because she got point, money. Well, not even that. She's famous. She's a celebrity. That That's too. Where he yeah, that too. So yeah, true. At that point, I couldn't take him serious. That's mm-hmm. when I knew you're just as big of a clout chaser as all these other folks out here. You're not oh, really sure. sincere about your message because uh, he didn't owe Nicki Minaj any, you know, anything. He doesn't owe Future anything. But it was very really interesting how his whole his energy changed once he was around the celebrities that he was you know, doing the little interaction with. So that's yeah. interesting that she bought it media because those are two huge Very good point. that mm-hmm. he rubbed shoulders with and got a lot of props for rubbing shoulders with. Very good yeah. point. Thank you, Victoria. You really did make some points, but it made me ask this question too. And maybe you can answer this, T. When did Kevin Samuel's popularity skyrocket? Because for some reason, my discussion and chat ain't really popping up. When did that happen? When did he begin to kind of start bubbling? When, what year was that? Do we know? I'm really not sure. I just remember him going viral for certain things on the shade room. I would say I started seeing him more or less about maybe a year and a half ago is when I started noticing him because they were posting Okay. Well, that's my follow-up question because oh, it kind of twenty during quarantine. That okay, makes sense. thank you Not very sense. much because Victoria, I wanted to kind of tie that into Victoria's. Kind of, I'm not. I hate to say conspiracy theory, but some people may say that to be what it is. Wider issue. Do you think that 
as she said, just to kind of create this divisiveness in the black community. Because what we saw in places like your city after George Floyd, all these niggas getting together, these black and browns getting together. Let's throw some shade in there because, you know, we could trick these niggas and go ahead and make them divisive and keep it going. And then the lockdown and then you have social media and then it's a great mix of all of that and then you get what you want it kind of in my mind would tie into victoria's theory of a wider issue here so if he got popular during quarantine was there some ulterior motive in promoting him you've been on for how long how long you been on you know what i'm saying sitting out here giving facts sitting out here giving facts giving the tea to us keeping it real the fan base consistent we don't create no drama no controversy like that do we people do we tea sippers no we don't and my girl been out here doing the damn thing why 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 kevin samuels if it falls into victoria's point it really does mm-hmm. i agree with her yeah yep. I mean, again it's it's easier to promote low-hanging fruit and especially mm-hmm. black women are the butt of the joke mm-hmm. it, it's, it's just easy because if somebody was to be up here saying the same thing about asian women they'd probably be a hate bill online the no asian <laughs> women hate bill and a, and a call hotline and a hotline number don't forget that right so let's go ahead it's almost we have 30 minutes till eight o'clock so i'm going to go ahead and bring on some more people but yeah that system made some really really good points um, let me go ahead and bring on Jasper Charles. Jasper, okay, maybe his thing ain't working. All right, um, let me bring on Marquis. Marquis, go ahead and mute your microphone. Hey y'all, hey. <laughs> hey Marquis. Hi. Um, I just wanted to get on here. I'm sorry. I was trying to actually find um the video there was a video in 2020 I'm, i don't remember who talked about it about kevin samuels um and how he was he was going in on this one particular lady um and i do i do see a lot of the women um that goes to him are people who um very low self-esteem or they they try to hide it <clears throat> Let me see. How do I say it? They like, okay, he'll say rate yourself one through 10, right? Um, They'll say I'm an eight, you know, and they're doing it. They don't say it with confidence, but they're like, yeah, I I think I'm an eight. I'm pretty sure I'm an eight. And he'd be like, no, hell no. Like, just like that. And my problem would be is you just ask a person to rate their self, not for you to rate them, right? So mm-hmm. you can't sit there and tell a woman how they feel about themselves. But instead, because they feel that confident that they're close to a 10, here's my turn to tear them down. Because not once have you ever really hear of a hear him or a woman go in there and say, oh, I'm, I'm about a three. And him say, no, you're not. You're better than that. Why would you rate yourself that low? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Instead, he'll say, yeah, you're damn right. You, you a three. <laughs> I would have said a two, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like he would have, he would have just made it even worse. And so, so I think it was Angel 
I, I believe it was Angel or it was someone else who were saying, oh, that um, a lot of black women is celebrating his death. You were point um, dead on T when you were like, I don't think they're celebrating the death. They're mocking the death. Like the first thing I thought of was color purple. The fell on top of me when I read the description on how he died. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, well, sir. Like you had all this, all you had so much negativity to say. Um, I mean, it's not, yeah, it's not karma. Yeah, he can't be taught a lesson, but his legacy is now and forever tainted. I mean, I feel like it was tainted before, but whatever legacy you were trying to um, have, just like he, he kind of polished himself. Someone said that as well. He was first in the car, you know, looking like a hobo, but now he polished himself, put up, put on a, a, a good suit, and his good suit was his mask. His mask to hide behind the hatred that he had for all the black women. You know what I mean? And he thought, oh, because I'm sitting properly in a chair with a nice suit and all this extra stuff behind me, I know what I'm talking about. But deep down, he was super duper hurt. And it's like, who hurt you? A black woman? Because she didn't bow bow down to you and what you wanted and your needs? He was a weak man. His his heart was average at best. Did he ever rate himself? I always wondered that because I didn't watch the show. What did he rate himself? I, now, since I didn't watch a lot of it because I just couldn't get into the energy he was putting out, you know, okay. and... You really Somebody have to said he rated himself a nine. Oh, okay. Interesting. Wow. You really have to really know yourself to sit there and watch and be okay with it. And then like someone, that's what he said. It was, it wasn't Angel. It was someone else on here. They said, if you're bothered by it, it has to be some truth to it. Now that's not always the case because I could know, I could, I could know someone, right? And Candace Samuels is talking down about them, right? Just because he's talking all that stuff about that person doesn't mean anything that came out of his mouth was true. I shouldn't be offended by it. Or someone sitting here saying, oh, well, you got this, you got that, and you you this, that, and the third, and you don't know me from a can of paint. You don't think I would be upset that you're sitting here on a, a national platform, sitting here spewing out hate about me? You don't think I should feel some type of way? So, yeah, it doesn't always have to be about the truth. It, it, you know, it's just how you deliver things. Some of the things he said was true, but it's all about your delivery. You say time and time again, it's about the it, right message, wrong messenger. Right. It's not necessarily what you say, but how you say it. Exactly. Right. Yep. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Marquis. You're welcome. Love you. See y'all later. All right. Four games. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, let me go ahead and bring on Latree. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Okay, she may not be ready. Or Latree? Yes, so thank you for adding me. I pretty much can agree with others for what they stated as far as him. I didn't watch him too often, but what I did see was the different snippets. I have to commend him for the platform that he built. Um, He had a lot of people talking. My husband would watch him and it would actually have us debating with different things that he was saying. And it really just 
um, caused us to have a lot of different discussions as far as for what his views are. I didn't necessarily agree, but I respect his stance. And those that felt that they wanted to tune in, they had the right to do that. But I just don't understand why people were tuning in if they felt the way about his opinion and his views. Um, you didn't have to necessarily tune in. And I would never celebrate the demise of the next person's death. Um, it's unfortunate to someone else's point. We all have an expiration date. Um, and I just respect, you know, what his opinion was. Didn't necessarily agree with it, but he definitely built a platform that people tuned into and he had a lot of people talking. So he did what he needed to do to, to build that platform. Okay. Now, I definitely agree he did. And he, like the other people said, that he did definitely spark a dialogue in the Black community. Yes. You know, like it or hate it, he definitely sparked dialogue. And I think that's definitely what he wanted. He wanted, you know, conversation to be had. But I think what bothered a lot of people is the way that he went about it and the fact that he used mainly Black women to constantly be the, you know, to start the conversation and, you know, I think that's the part that bothers a lot of folks. Yes, I would have to agree with that. I didn't necessarily like that part at all, but I did not tune into him often to say that that's solely what he talked about. It would only just be the snippets that I would see online that I didn't necessarily agree with at all. So I can't vouch for saying that he totally did that or he talked about other races because I'm not privy to that, so. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling in. It was good talking to you. Thank you. All right. So let me go ahead and bring on um, MPJB. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Is it working now? Okay, yeah, we can hear you. Okay, I'm sorry about this earlier. Um, I'm not going to take too long because I haven't said anything that nobody else has said. I think regarding Kevin Summer, a few things that... I don't know, I just feel like Kevin Samuel is not the first to do this. Like, for example, we can all call out um, Tom, 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 um, Tommy, I believe his name was in the past, and Kevin Samuel won't be the last. There's somebody right now who's taking his time to study Kevin Samuel Craft. Now that Kevin Samuel is no longer there, and you saw how fast Kevin Samuel blew up talking about black women, and he's sitting right now studying Kevin Samuel Craft. Be like, here's my chance. He's no longer here. Here's my chance to blow up. There's always going to be somebody who has Kevin Samuel um, in, um, in this society. And I think, believe it or not, we all kind of need those type of people so that we can see the dysfunction in society, so that we can see how wrong certain people feel, how wrong certain people think. Because there are some people who's not saying what Kevin Samuel is saying, but they like they hiding in the back and liking his post. Everybody that I can see was liking Kevin Samuel post, who was my friends. I kind of see how you feel about the situation. We all need people like Kevin Samuel to just see how the society is dysfunctional, everything that is wrong in the society. And I'm sorry about you guys, but I want us, I want the racist to act racist. I want the homophobe to be homophobe. So I can know who you truly are. And I know that I don't want to be around you. I want to be 100% far away from you. So I don't want them to hide. I don't want them to not speak the way they they, um, they feel. I don't want them to not see the way they say. Everybody who thinks that Kevin Samuel was liking Kevin Samuel post, was celebrating everything he was saying, reposting everything he was saying. I want to see it. I want to see how you think. I don't want you to hide. I want you to say it with your chest. I want you to speak about all the hatred you feel towards black women. So I know 100% where you stand. I know what the fuck to stay away from you. 
and I'm not part of the whole because I remember somebody said earlier. Um, okay, it's a bunch of wind. I think it's because of Donald Brook. Okay, I think he muted himself now. And oh, I know okay, somebody okay. said earlier that um, they should cancel all black men podcasts. And I do agree with him that 90% of the black men podcasts out there, um, they are talking about a bunch of stuff that doesn't matter. They are sharing negativity and they are showing who they truly are and what they truly hate in the society. But at the same time, we kind of need them so that because if everybody agrees and everybody felt the same way, everybody will be fake. Me, I want to say this. and I know who to not mess with, who to not be around. The one thing that I wonder about Kevin, though, is did he feel the same way that the, the same way that he's talking about black women, did he feel that same way towards his own daughter and towards his mother? That is one question that we failed to ask, because I know for a fact his mother is black. Now, I don't know if his daughter was made with a white woman or not, so she's mixed. But I know for a fact that his mother is black. There are pictures of his mother out there on social media, if you guys want to see. I just want to know if he felt the same way towards his mother and his daughter, and if he didn't, that says a lot. That just says that he was just jumping on this bandwagon to just be famous. You just see the way people react regarding to, towards black women. And you just mm-hmm. see like, oh, shit, let me jump on it. But if he didn't feel the same way towards his mother and his own daughter, that kind of said like he was jump, just jumping on it because he saw an opportunity and you just go for it. But the whole cancel black men podcast and et cetera. No, like I want to see my racist being racist and homophobe being homophobe. Honestly, just show who you truly are. Okay. Well- Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Well, thank you for calling in. No problems. Okay. Bye. All right. Let's go ahead. Everybody's asking one more time. Jose, is your microphone working? Hello? Okay. The people's champ is here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's going on, Jose? um, I I don't know too much about Kevin Samuels, but do you think that these certain people get pushed through the algorithm and get accepted by like celebrity and music industry. Do you think it's deeper to the point where it goes to kind of like he got famous in 2020 when domestic violence was at its highest. And mm. it, 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 it's like, it's, it really is spell casting. It's magic. Um, if you even look like the division between men and women is insane. It even happens with femme and masculine, even in the gay community. It's happening everywhere where we're getting divided between this femme and masculine thing. And I also think like even in Mexico, femicide is at the craziest height that it's ever been ever. And on average, there's 11 women in Mexico getting killed. And I think, like wow it's just insane to me and i think this is way deeper than just oh discussions and this and all this and this and that because we can get these discussions popping if we listen to black women if we listen Mm -hmm. to indigenous women we don't need someone tearing down someone to do that because it really does 
like we absorb this shit we're eating it like people don't eat mcdonald's but they watch all of this crazy shit this low vibrational shit and they'll eat that but they won't eat this or that but it's all about consumption we can't it's like that bad baby thing why 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 she can make a million off of a day on OnlyFans, but that's the consumption. There's there's a market right. out there for that. Do you know what I mean? So it, well, the it, fact that she even was able to make a career on yeah. her bad behavior on Dr. Phil. Yeah. No other black child who went on there and wilded out, or a Latino child who was wilding out, Nothing. And disrespectful. They weren't able to make a viable career out of it. So that's why I always say that a lot of times. We, the consumers, the things that you put your energy towards, regardless yep. if you like it or don't like it, it's still your energy. Mm-hmm. You're still blowing that person up, you know, and Daniel Bagoli, Bad Baby, got big, not because white folks were watching her. To me, white folks looked at her as an embarrassment. My daughter mm-hmm. would not be like that. It wasn't white kids making TikTok videos trying to be like her. It was black kids making dances to catch me outside. How about that? Yeah, it was it was very non-black kids doing it too. Like it was it, it I I saw like the push and, and it and it goes for every non-black person inside of any type of black art. That's what always happens. But I think that the division between men and women is the thing that's super super demonic because mm-hmm. it it's it it it's it's ugly, yo and. There's technology now where like women are going to have children without men. And I, I get same gender loving families. I, I get all of that. But there's a certain push to really, really, really divide it on a spiritual like hatred, not just women's rights, not just equal opportunity. Yeah. It's deeper it's than like that. We're being really demonic. No, I, it is demonic. And I feel like as women, we are definitely being replaced. And especially black women, because we're always considered at the bottom of the totem pole. Oh, yeah. You got got to the point now where people are acting like, and this is no offense to anybody who's trans, where it's like, oh, it's the same as a regular biological woman. No, it's not. But Mm -hmm. it's like there is like an erasure happening with biological women. You know, and part of that is like the the hatred, the, you know, women are just the worst. And then you have like all these men groups, not just Kevin Sanders, but even like these men groups who it's almost like the He-Man women hating club. Yes, exactly. Twitter and different things. And it is. It's like it's this whole energy like people. And it it goes to the the, the Megan Thee Stallion, um, Dula Peep video where they were just killing men and killing non-black men who are dressed like black men. So it's a certain image being pushed through pop, which can see us sacrificing black men. Like Mm. there's a huge division happening and it's not about fucking gay rights. It's not about trans shit. It's deeper than that. Like we really need to like fucking look further than the five feet that are in front of us. Like this shit is deeper than some because because when we get to that point where we're fucking each other like some babylon shit there has to be walls and walls and walls of respect and love that needs to be gone down before we reach that point and that's what they're getting us ready to they're getting us ready to pray down to maluk they're gonna do all this shit to us and it's because the the division between men and women black brown whatever color you are you see it where you're from and, and and the fact that Latina women in Mexico, like there's an 11% average of women getting killed. Okay, but what about the black women that die here? 
the fact that there's not even an average or statistic or any of that shit because nobody gives a fuck is even crazier. There's not these reports happening on all the missing black women. And it, it's it's that hatred that the whole globe reserves to hate black women. And we all know it's real. We all know it's real. And it's the only thing reserved for black women is hate and death. Mm. Wow. You did some preaching tonight, Jose. And I appreciate you calling in, which is, you know, wealthy info. But yeah, the, the, the rabbit hole goes very deep. Absolutely. You know, the, 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 and we talk about this all the time in the discord, the divide, you know, and just even now, like I said, a lot of these black women who've even started these whole divesting groups and, you know, we're leaving black men, even all of that anger and hatred came from because they were constantly being attacked online, constantly being ridiculed and being told that black women weren't shit. So now you have women who are now saying, well, we don't like the men. Mm -hmm. But if you really look deeper at it, it is a divide and conquer tactic. It's post-traumatic hate syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. And what, and if we can get rid of black people first, that's what they're going to do. Like you said, it's in the music videos, you know, the whole, you know, we don't care about black men. Let's sacrifice them in the videos, but then we don't care about black women either. It's mm-hmm. very like the community is so fractured right now, and that's scary. And that's why I said when it comes down to it, you know, a lot of us we're grown. You know, we're grown. We kind of live life. You know, we want to be here even longer, of course. But what about the babies coming up? That's mm-hmm. what really bothers me. Is that child in junior high who feels like she's not worthy of being with the black man because she's listened to all of this negativity online or that young black boy who's like, I don't want a black woman because they have attitudes and they're this, this and that. That is what we're breeding when it's Mm -hmm. all said and done. And that's really scary because again, they didn't just bring in a hundred thousand Ukrainians here for no reason. Yeah. We we don't talk about that shit. Yeah, There's going to be an erasure happening really, really quick. Oh yeah. They didn't, they didn't bring in, they didn't say 10,000 Ukrainians. They are bringing in a hundred thousand. And what happened to the Haitians? What happened to all the indigenous people? Like this shit is really, really spooky. And people are, people want to laugh about it. People want to just say that it's only this community. It's only that community. And that, oh, blah, 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 blah. But let's have a real discussion on like where this is going and how far this is going to go. Because remember what I told you on the Discord, Ukraine is one of the top countries for white surrogacy. Mm-hmm. When people want white babies, they go to Ukraine. It's cheaper than women produce them babies. You know what I'm saying? And they're willing to sell them off. That is one of the top places for surrogacy. And mm-hmm. all of these men and women are being brought here to America for a reason. While we're sitting here divided and I hate black men, I hate black women. Yep. They're not doing that. You know, no, so not. the rabbit hole goes very deep. Yeah. Well, Jose, thank you so much for calling in. This was a great note, you know, to end on. Um, you made a lot of good points. And I just hope, you know, when it's all said and done, and Lady J, you can unmute your microphone as well, you know, that we eventually come together as people, you know, men and women, because mm-hmm. we all see the divisiveness and it's up to us to not feed into it. That's why yeah. I tell people, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a black woman, but I'm not going to have a I hate black men platform. That is stupid. I have black sons. I have black brothers. I have a black father. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to paint one group of men with all one brush 
but I want the same from black men to not paint all black women with one brush. Mm-hmm. And at, one point, at, at some point, we all have to get on code. And that's the problem. We've been off code for so long, we don't even know how to yeah. get back together. And, and, it, and it's, in our, it's, in our, and it's in our laws, it's in our music, it's in our television, it's in our social media, it's everywhere. Like, even those abortion laws, that shit is pinning people to against each other too exactly like, it's going it's going deep and they're doing it from every angle yo like uh-huh. either, either the train's coming or it's already here but they're rushing this shit it's wild it's yeah. parallel though it's all of this stuff is parallel like kevin samuels you can definitely put him up as an allegory of the issues that are in you know a problem in the black community if that's what people want to do okay fine but we have other people in our society who have other cultures and races who fit this description as well i mean oh, let's yeah. not forget we have you know newsmax we were still dealing with the uh, january 6th commission we still have a supreme court that's biased like you know like you say abortion rights and that's again a, a toss-off so we are not paying attention yep. to the stuff that really matters what happened the day that that information came out that they hid from us. You know what I'm saying? Like a rocket crashed on the moon the other day. Did anybody know a rocket crashed on the moon the other day? I did it until yesterday. You know what I'm saying? So these are the things that I'm, a Chinese rocket, you know, they always messing up something. You know what I'm saying? So like, these are the things that we need to talk about. Not to say that this conversation isn't important, but yeah, like there are other people in these other communities that are doing just as much damage as Kevin Samuels. And it's really showing how devalued our society has become, especially the United States. Yeah, And even with the whole abortion thing, the whole Roe versus Wade, where people are not understanding, you know, it's this whole divisive thing. They're not doing it and they're not fighting for it to protect black women or women of color, you know, mm-hmm. to still be able to get abortions. They're trying to stop that shit to stop white women from aborting these babies. Plus the Ukrainians. That's what that's what it boils down to, because they're mm-hmm. trying to save and protect their race, their group. Meanwhile, we're discarding our own and we don't care. We're going around yep. social media talking about abort black baby boys. Nope. Oh, that was crazy. Boys. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, they're trying to save their culture. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Look at page 35 of the opinion that leaked opinion from the Supreme Court on Roe versus Wade. There was actually uh there was actually a piece in there talking about basically a supply of babies and something about the 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 miscegenation laws in the united states this is a real conversation but we're not having it but again kevin samuels and the 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 venom that i think that he spilled not everybody would agree is again uh just another example of a bigger problem oh yeah and and the fact if you have those opinions and you say that that's fine everybody's entitled to their opinion but we gotta really understand that you will get possessed by this algorithm just so this algorithm can data mine and see who agrees with who and who does this and what does that because right. this shit goes deeper than that because you agreeing to some shit like this like really watch your ass because <laughs> this shit is crazy bro like this shit goes deep as fuck. It's scary, but I'm glad we having these conversations because it makes us aware. You know what I'm saying? So thanks, T. You know, appreciate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it needs to be had because it's unfortunate that you got a lot of people making a lot of noise online and it's not good. 
Yep. Right. And, and that's the problem is that we have to be able at some point, you know, the divisiveness has to cease and we have to come together at some point. You know, we just yeah. have to. At the end of the day, men need women and women need men. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking about anything, not necessarily even sexual and having exactly. babies. There's just physical things that men can do that physically as a woman, I cannot do. Just like there's things that as a woman, my feminine energy, I can do that you as a man, Jose, cannot do. Mm-hmm. You know, and, so and we and, have to and, get out of the mindset goes, that we don't need each other. Oh, absolutely. And it even goes deeper where there's sometimes you need a strong, masculine, feminine touch in the hospital you see all you see all the male nurses not all male nurses are gay but you know that they can handle something with the strength and the delicateness of like the femininity it's same with other women there's some women who can really hold up a whole person like we just need each other that's what the fuck it is we need each other if anything that this fucking lockdown and this fucking covid shit taught us is that we are so connected even if we like it or not we- and interdependent yeah yeah, exactly. We need each other, y'all. For sure. We do. So on that note, you guys, it is one minute to eight. We made perfect time. So we're going to go ahead and get out of here. We've been on for two hours. I want to thank everyone who caught in. We had over 2,115 people in the house. Oh, so wow. thank you guys for just coming through, listening. The chat, you could barely keep it with the chat. The chat was flying. You know, lots of good combo. And like I said, I don't care what end of the spectrum that you're on, because at the end of the day, yes, everybody has a right to their voice and to choose what they listen to. But if it does not make you feel good, if it's bringing you distress, then you at that point as an adult, you have to make the decision. Why are you giving your energy towards something that you don't like or that makes you feel bad? You know, there's nothing wrong with having truthful discussions, but I think that we need to get back to the to a space where we can have discussions like this, but still be respectful. I didn't see nobody in here cussing nobody out or, you know, calling nobody a coon or saying, oh, well, you like Kevin F you. That is your opinion. And I think we have to get back to that. And social media has just caused this whole chaotic thing where people can't even agree to disagree. And for mm-hmm. me, I was in the type, I want to hear from all sides. I want to hear from different people. I want to know what makes you tick, just like you guys know what makes me tick. And this is why we have the green room and Discord and things like that. So thanks to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone who came through tonight. Thank you, Lady J, for helping host. Thanks. Um, I appreciate it. Definitely. Thank you, Jose, for calling in at the end with just those words of wisdom. So everybody have a good night. I hope you guys enjoyed this chat. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed tonight. Thank y'all for coming back to our first episode back of the dream <laughs> room. So I'll talk to everyone later. Bye, you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.